Hello, listeners. Welcome once again to Yeah, Aha uh-huh with Lisa and Phil and our frequent flyer co-host, Aaron, whose arms must be tired. Hey, howdy. Hey. Hey. Uh, this week, we're talking to Pete Miller. Pete Miller, not to be confused with Peter Miller or apparently the other Pete Miller. <laughs> or Pete um, <laughs> Yeah, or Pete Seeger, for that matter. Yes. Or Bob yeah. Seeger, for that matter. <laughs> yeah. But there'll be, there'll be more of that as we come along. If you and Certainly not Hugh Grant. Cash, yeah. Dylan, with a little bit of punk thrown in, I think that this might be the music for you. Yeah. Any uh, British women out there? Elizabeth Hurley, we're talking to you. Uh, yeah. We may have found your match. Right. Does not yeah. take letters or, or emails from Melody Maker or any kind of uh, music magazine, <laughs> but is definitely open to uh, you know Liz Hurley if she's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and if not Liz Hurley, he does enjoy the acerbic wit of the British. So any ladies out there yeah. who are interested in a music maker yeah. in Pennsylvania. I think you'll find a conversation that where uh, th- our guest is very honest, very down to earth, yeah. um, very much like his music. Um, someone who's um, reaching, you know, an audience that maybe he doesn't even, not even aware of at this point. But right. uh, I think it it might get in larger numbers as he goes forward. Yeah, this will be interesting to watch. Yeah. Yep. So welcome, Pete. And thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate. Appreciate you uh, getting me on here. Yeah, we're all big fans of singer, songwriter, folk rock, seventies Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash you know, wondering. yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's nothing there's nothing better than that music. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the epitome of music and quality. I was just listening to the the ni- uh, nineteen seventy four uh, live album. I think he did it. I don't know where he did it, but it was Elvis. Uh-huh. Yeah, he did it at some Coliseum. He was just playing all covers. You know, he was doing great, Ray Charles. Uh, he was doing that, uh, what's that song, Fever? Yeah. Uh, the Peggy, uh, Peggy Lee? Like, Peggy Lee, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elvis was doing that. That was my favorite song. He did it that before. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I care When you put your arms around me I get a fever that's so hard to bear You give me fever When you kiss me Fever when you hold me tight Fever In the morning Fever all through the night yeah, did you see the uh, the movie that just came out? What movie? Uh, the Elvis. Elvis movie. Oh, they made an Elvis movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? No, I didn't. I didn't yeah. see it. You're on it's mute, a, It's a. Uh, uh, it's told from the uh, the the perspective of Colonel Parker. Yeah, Tom Hanks is Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah, I, I don't he, does know a, he does a pretty good job. He was. Yeah, um, yeah he was Elvis's. Uh, corrupt manager oh, right it's told from his perspective yeah that's that's kind of interesting well, telling the entire truth which condemns him across the board yeah yeah so so a lot of it can just cannot be truth at all right no i don't did it was it good did anyone see it 
Aaron, did you see it? I did not. I know, Phil, you did, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. If you like the music, if you like mm-hmm. the covers that Elvis did in that live concert, well, this one was basically a lot of his hits, you know, mm-hmm. so uh-huh. you're going to be satisfied if you're a big fan. Yeah. You'll hear Teddy Bear, you know, mm-hmm. That's All Right Mama, you know, yeah. Suspicious Minds, mm-hmm. <laughs> all that yeah, stuff. Just, yeah, I mean, the one thing, though, is that it's hard to find someone who looks like Elvis and who can sing like him. So right. those two things are, are must be pretty defining. I mean, I'd have to see the who they, they what kind of actor they chose. On a lot of them, they had actual like Elvis's actual cuts, um, and then for some of them, the uh, the actor did sing. Right. For the most part, we stayed around and watched the credits because we were interested in just what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. most of the most of the musical performances were actually Elvis. Mm-hmm. You know, so he lip sync. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. But it was a is, um, Austin Butler is singing in Elvis. Is that the actor? Mm-hmm. He does sing some of it, and um, the uh, the styling and the makeup oh, are yeah, pretty they, darn good. Says they blend it with Elvis's voice, whatever. So, that means. so he looks like him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does. I think they did a pretty good job. I mean, of course, it's not a hundred percent, but um, I, th- I, th- I think the last one didn't uh, Kurt Russell play him? Yeah, uh, yeah. Did. <laughs> yeah, and, and he also played in in, in another. He was playing um, an Elvis. They were all uh, robbers. I think it was with Kevin Costner, and they were all going a thousand to miles to Graceland. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. They were all there. This, yeah. yeah. In that movie, there's this absolutely amazing scene with um, Ice T, where he hangs himself upside down on these like meat hook things. And then he spins it and he goes all the way across this warehouse. And in the process, he's shooting two machine guns and just circling. And it's just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> and I just always think about that. And that's in that Graceland movie. Right. Uh, yeah. What it is, is uh, the, the connection is that they believe that they are Elvis's illegitimate children. No. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, that is different. Not Ice T, but some of the uh, some of the the robbers, if you will. Um, I believe Kurt Russell, and then the other younger one. There's one who's young and one who's older, and that I think that the older one has kind of faced the idea that he's really not, but he kind of wonders if the younger one isn't. Yeah. And, and Kevin Costner's in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. That is a good movie. I think Kevin Costner is the older one. Isn't it kind of sad that Elvis died in the middle of that whole Vegas thing because he's kind of frozen in time Mm -hmm. looking in in his jumpsuits and stuff like that. Really, the cool Elvis was when he came back and he did the 1969 concert where he had like the black leather suit you know he's yeah. out of the army and um, he's really yeah. yeah but you know what the styling of the jumpsuits was his idea well it was according but, to the movie but he wasn't gonna be wearing those yeah. for more than just a right. few uh years of his life you know True. it wasn't maybe he was jimmy page was wearing them <laughs> maybe he, you're right he was but then <laughs> yeah. he was contemporary of elvis Who when, was he, when he was him? doing it well zeppelin world at loud shit you know yeah. the sequence suits and stuff that yeah. was the thing back then. It was the seventies. Neil Diamond. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my fault. You could see Neil Diamond from space. He had that blue sequin mm-hmm. suit, you know, shirt yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Even um, what's his name? Rhinestone Cowboy. Well, who's Glenn Campbell? Glenn Campbell. Yeah. Had a little right. bit of that going on. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
we were just listening to the album. We've listened to the album a few times. We were just yeah. listening to it again tonight for uh, before you came on. And the album is the live on record. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to ask what what live on record means exactly. Well, the songs were. I, I didn't really have any any band. I kind of just went to uh, a you know a recording studio. Uh, just well, I, I went to a few. I, I went to one. Uh, I wasn't happy with any of his stuff, and then, then I went to another one. And uh, I, nothing came out too perfect, and you know the sounds and stuff. So it was more kind of a live uh, record, I guess, uh, right, rather than something like a studio polish. It's like kind of one take through every time. Y- yeah. Okay. Well, that's remarkable when you when you think about it. As you listen mm-hmm. to it, I mean, it sounds yeah. pretty tight, and there's nothing more honest. Yeah, the music and the melody is on 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 point. It, yeah, yeah. There's nothing more honest, yeah. really, than a yeah. guitar and a voice. You know, and, yeah. and just yeah. uh, you know, no mm-hmm. overproducing or anything like that. Yeah, I was wondering about, but you did go to a studio then to to record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. I went to a, to a local place, and we we have near my place this big uh, sound engineering uh, place called uh, Claire Brothers, where a lot of uh, huge musicians from all over the world come to test their sounds. And uh, they have a recording studio, but I went there, and the place is phenomenal. Uh, it's just it's beautiful, and and for pretty good prices too. But I don't know. I just I wasn't I wasn't uh, doing well there. Me, me and the guy, we just weren't seeing eye to eye, just, you know, yeah. just about anything. And then, and then, so I, so I went to a different one. I went to a smaller one. I just kind of, you know, did some songs there. I actually did take uh, one of the songs out of the album because I, I didn't, I didn't like the uh, the chorus for it. Yeah, I think it, uh, it's, uh, it's called Rising Man. So you took that out of the album, but it's in the uh, the thing that we looked at oh um, i'm not i'm not sure i don't think so. there were 10 tracks in the one. Oh well if it was 10, ten tracks and yeah it probably isn't okay because yeah. i did because i had 10 totals that, uh, including two takes of the, the first song and so i took that out just because i i don't know for for some of the songs um i don't know maybe about women i like saying their names in the songs but uh-huh. uh for for that song in particular i, I wanted to make it more um anonymous in terms of uh you know like i like i did one song on there called hard to find doesn't have it's just about you know horsemen and and i wanted that to be a similar thing so i'll, I'll put that on the next the next live on yeah i liked hard to find that was one of my favorite ones uh so i just took that one out because i the rise of band yeah i liked hard hard to find as well why don't in fact why don't we go ahead and play that this juncture to go ahead and play that right now well i walked inside thinking it would rain stay away cold tides steer me not to blame but all i saw was a wanted man's name his bowstring stretching as a crescent moon's wane he said what do you know you must always take for desire is nothing if you don't break i take flesh that's born from the ground i made i kill it the blood doesn't cry for my blade clothe yourself for you are not a blind the more you know the less you die 
Leave your lineage and multiply But their sin is yours too So yours will multiply You told me if I was dead I'd be hard to find Hard to mine Hard to wine Hard to mine Hard to get a little rhyme Hard to give and be kind Hard to open up a little shine Hard to find so, uh, so I should say that the album is live on record. And the first cut, the first single that you put out is a light out there. I like that. I like that cut quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, the song. Yeah. That was a recent release, right? I mean, the album is actually to be released in early August. Is that correct? Yeah. It's just, I, well, it's going to be released uh, a few days ago, but, uh, yeah. but I took the song out. I didn't like it. Maybe argue. rework it and put it out on something new. Yeah. Again, these are just kind of, uh, you know, unpolished cuts and everything. I mean, you know, Bob Dylan has changed so many of his verses. If you hear earlier mm-hmm. recordings of his, he change, you know, changes words or phrases or stuff like that. I don't know. Sure. But, for, but for that one, I, I don't know. I didn't. Because I kept saying Michael in it, I wanted to make it uh, more anonymous. Like the heart, like the heart. Yeah, that yeah. one. Um, I will say I, I don't disagree with you there. It was a little heavy on the Michael. What, oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, I was trying to figure out on that one. Was Michael the protagonist? Like, was he the the, uh, the protagonist of the story or was. Was he. Yeah. Was he. Yeah. Rising man. Right. Yeah. He was. He was. Uh, he, he was. Uh, he was the protagonist. Yeah. Mm hmm. Now, is that, uh, Philip noted, is, is that about, like, the gallows? Is he being pulled up by his neck, so to speak? Well, I, I sort of, uh, I read the Bible, you know, somewhat. And, you know, I, I guess that that was uh, so, sort of a song about after the flood, uh, who survived it. And he had then, uh, you know, started doing everything that he did in the beginning rather than, you know, uh, repent and, he kept doing all those bad things until uh, at the end he finally met the, the uh, one of his one of his slaves he had in, in the former life before the flood and and uh, who, you know who also had a relationship with his wife an affair right yeah but, okay. yeah I, I wanted to take Michael out and uh, even though you know because it is you know somewhat biblical I, I think it's kind of cool you know if it's um, because in the course it's sort of like God saying, you know, Michael, take my hand, take his stand. Right, you know? right. But at the same time, he is an evil man. So I, I think I uh, maybe should have made it. Uh, I, I, I wanted to do it because, you know, you know, because even an evil man you know, deserves uh, forgiveness. Someone. Yeah, and, or at least the potential for forgiveness. Right. Yeah. Well, Lisa hit that nailed because she she was telling me, you know, as we were listening, she said that you know Pete's obviously a religious, you know, he's got a religious um, leaning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think faith, it, you know. I think you know forgiveness, you know, from an individual, you know, forgiveness from God are two different things. And you know, I I don't I, I don't know. I, I guess I like some putting you know maybe sinful or fallen. Uh, characters and yeah, I think uh, Robert Hunter, I think, did a lot of the same type of stuff with his Grateful Dead lyrics. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I love Grateful Dead. 
Yeah, I definitely uh, heard a lot of uh, Johnny and Dylan. Right. You know, and and one of the reasons why Dylan changed his lyrics a lot was because a lot of his songs are protest songs. And so, you know, as social change occurs, you can adjust things. Either that or he forgot the lyrics like uh, <laughs> Hendrix used to do. <laughs> right. Hendrix changed the lyrics every concert because he couldn't remember them. Well, Aaron's a big dead deadhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a I picked up a lot of Towns Van Zant kind of vibes in there too. Oh, yeah, he's, mm. he's a huge influence. And uh, yeah, it I seemed like a little uh, big rock candy mountain. Who's that guy? Harry McClintock. Oh, okay. It had some of that vibe to it too. I was thinking Pete Seeger, maybe. Nope. Oh, I listen pretty- to Pete Seeger a lot. Yeah. Uh, just the cadence of your voice reminds me, you know, I have to say it reminds me of Cash a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. just the way you hit some. Yeah. Lead, yeah. The way well, he, the way you hit. pronounce your words, it's kind of Phrasing. similar to the way Johnny Cash does. I have to say it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he not cool. that way and not in a, more of a, an homage than a, than an imitation or a mimicry right, to me. Right. Definitely. It's, yeah. It's just your voice. <laughs> it's yeah, just, yeah, right. Well, yeah, there's that too. The depth of your voice. No, I like it. I like that. That's yeah. a, that a quality I definitely like. Mm-hmm. And and in the range that you're in, it's kind of hard to. Uh, there aren't a lot of people who can sing pleasantly in that range. To me, mm. oh. and your voice is definitely pleasant. <laughs> well, I, that's a good thing to hear every yes. once in a while. Yeah. Well, let me say he's not I only don't getting. Mean that. I mean that in the best possible. <laughs> oh, I, I know. There's no negative, negative connotation that that could have been. But Pete's not only getting good reviews from Lisa. This is a good segue into some mm-hmm. of the things that I read. I've read quite a few positive reviews of the out of of the music mm-hmm. to this point. The, uh, Garth Thomas of the Hollywood Digest wrote about. A light out there. He wrote uh, one of the more exciting and daring releases I've heard from an unknown player in or outside of the American underground this spring. So you got a fan there in Garth Thomas. Yeah. That's is that friend? all he said? No, <laughs> no, no. I can. Okay. I let's get out the whole uh, report okay. and go ahead and read. Oh that. no, no. I I, I'll, I guess I'll. We should forward it to him. For I'll sure. just remember his name, Garth Thomas. Right, yeah. right. The music feels timeless, and there is something quite special about how Pete is able to tell a story in the form of a song. Right, that's the that's from the Bandcamp Diaries. Yep. Uh, okay. uh, Pete is having a lot of success on the UK and European tunes charts already. Right, right. Yeah, you're you're, you're topping the charts in yeah. Europe, right? I mean, the, the yeah. iTunes download charts. Really cool. What's yeah. what, what? What is uh, mm-hmm. iTunes? What is it? Oh, well, that, okay, you, it could be that, the wrong Pete Miller, man. <laughs> is there another Pete Miller? Yeah, there's an English Pete Miller that like toured with the Beatles or something. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. I, didn't I don't. I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. So. I pulled this from stuff that I read off your Facebook, actually, but maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know anything about that. That's, that's yeah. what I think. Michael like, might be doing Michael, some yeah. work for him behind yeah, the scenes. I, oh yeah, I don't. I don't do any any internet stuff. Yeah, uh, it does. Um, it, it it evokes like you know sitting in in like a a small venue listening to just you know maybe having a, a cocktail and listening to a really good really good set. What's that? 
Oh, 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 are you reading an article right now? No. No, no this, no, is, oh, this okay. is another Lisa original. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> uh, We're not breaking out the, pe- the press Stop kit this time. Fun of me. <laughs> um, why don't we go ahead as I'm we go ahead. into our um, break? Why don't we listen to uh, the dazzling Kimberly? I really oh. like that. That was really good. And then when we come back, we'll talk about that. Well, I'm riding, riding on the dirt And running, running from all the hurt For I am no hunter, as is my older twin Cleverness was the only way to win No wrongs to be ridden, and right was too thin But I won without grace, so this must be a sin Before I saw her, I say this bitterly I thought an apparition, the dazzling Kimberly Well, I'm sleeping, dreaming to touch the gate And climbing you my heavy weight Is it fear or guilt I have As I wrestle with my fate We must look downward someday To view our fragile slave I ask this apparition Should I love or should I blame For I'm trying to beat the odds And win this worldly game She says if love is second Miss and lose so fair For if you win by cleverness, love will never care. For I have given up knowing the future of my decree, coming closer to my heart, the dazzling Kimberly. Kimberly, oh Kimberly, as I toil you hear my plea, Was there worth to say you're free? Was I as special as you were to me? Oh, Kimberly. Kimberly, your air is fading fast. Are these sands the only thing to last? Will prayers make you agree to come back for me? Oh, Kimberly Well, she's gone And my twin has come back to me Saying, let's ride no more Ride on this rough street You can have the lands As far as the wind can see I wouldn't be here at all If it wasn't for you, Kimberly She told me we fight Just to see who's more bright We linger ever since You stole my birthright Just cause you're running Doesn't make you a knight Just cause I'm chasing Doesn't mean I'm always right If we believe in spite We can also agree Nothing is more beautiful Than the dazzling 
Kimberly Kimberly Oh Kimberly As I toil you hear my plea Was there worth to say you're free Was I as special as you were to me Oh Kimberly Kimberly Your air is fading fast Are these sands the only thing to last Well prayers make you agree to come back for me Oh Kimberly Me, 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 me. Uh, what you doing there, Ron? You, 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 you. I'm getting the pipes ready because I'm getting ready to submit my resume to MTS Management because I'm going to be a social influencer, singer, songwriter. I'm going to take the world by storm. And and Pedro promoter. And Pedro promoter, yes. Let's not forget that. Well, just think of all the great artists we've had on the podcast. We've had Ludlow Creek, Benita, Rhett Wicker, Uh Stephanie Strange, Ananda, Vina Shaka. It's a fabulous resource of guests for your podcast. Mm -hmm. If you're like me, born with immense talent and don't know what to do with it, channel it through MTS Management. That's MTS Management Group. And tell Michael that, yeah, uh uh-huh, sent you. Yeah, uh uh-huh. MTS Management. They'll work for you. And and one of the things that I hope is charming about our podcast is that we do go on these little tangents, and uh, they don't always get edited out. Yeah, Yeah. tangents are are wonderful. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, that's what... That's how you you think. Right. Think about things. Right. And, of course, we always... um, Philip is always sort of the um, the guardian, if you will, who uh, will pull us back. I have a tendency to be the one that veers off course. Yeah, I do do that too. Yeah, that's me yeah. too. And uh, sometimes I know. Sometimes uh, there have been some people. It was really fun because um, the guest was all into it, especially when they realized Philip was being the course police. <laughs> and so they would they would really encourage me <laughs> to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was and going that was on. Fun. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's there was this um uh, this um uh, uh Wayne. John Wayne. Oh John Wayne S, yep, the third. Yeah, John yeah. Wayne the third. Mm-hmm. Um he um You got a, you got John Wayne's relative to come on there? No, no, no oh, they're not. Oh. It wasn't a relative. It was it, a uh, his middle name was Wayne. Yeah, wow. no, no, his last name was Wayne, wasn't oh. it? Wasn't his last name S? No, John no. S. Wayne. No, no, no. Oh. What? Aaron's right. John oh. Wayne S. The third. Oh, wow. yeah. That's okay, a, never mind. That's a really no, bold, bold well, but, name. But we ended up yeah. spending, <laughs> I'd say, about fifteen minutes talking about Doctor Who. Yeah. No, I never, I never seen any. Go back, <laughs> please. Yeah, I'm he's, sorry. He's what? never seen. He's never seen it. So you'd be on your own tangent. That one, he says. Right. Well, yeah. And I, I never then, seen one, one of yeah. them, but I heard good things. I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch TV shows. Now, are you? Do you read the Bible for spiritual reasons? Are you? Are you a church person? Um, well, to be honest, I, I lived in Vermont um, for for a while, and 
I, uh, well, not for a while, maybe for six months, uh, you know, in, in the dead, in the dead of winter, I, I didn't have many books there. So, you know, I picked that up and, and I just started, you know, writing a lot of songs. So a lot of them um, are, will have that, uh, you know, you know, feeling to it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I believe, I believe I'm a believer. Um, so I, you know, I, um, yeah. So, you know, so, so some of the some of the songs will have that. You know, other others might not. Where were you at in Vermont? What city? Uh, I was just I was working on a farm there and doing doing okay. just uh, you know manual labor. Uh, oh, cool. And and doing syrup. They had they had their own syrup, maple syrup. Maple um, syrup. So you're like tapping the trees and stuff. stuff. Tapping the trees and making it too in the huge rooms where they process it all. Do they do those in barrels or? Uh, I, mean, I can't. I can't. What? What? You mean they put them in barrels? Yeah, when they when they're processing it to cook it down. I mean, are uh, they like? They do I like can't a remember. Kind of thing? I can't. I can't remember what they were. I mean, I know there was a lot of metal in there, and and the room would get so hot. I mean, you, it would it would burn your eyes. You'd have to constantly leave. People would be on different kind of sections of. Uh, making it and so like rotating jobs yeah yeah there was a lot protection. of rotating did they provide protective gear like goggles oh yeah yeah i've i've seen um i saw like i don't know back in the 70s or something there was this thing about making maple syrup and i remember thinking that it looked a lot like stills you know like that, that like they use in um uh like the dry counties in Kentucky where they still make moonshine. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm I'm sure it was like that. Because they want to heat it up really, really big to get the, the liquid out to distill it down. Exactly. Yeah. Syrup. Yeah, they did all their all that. So they got the like metal coils. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What yeah. the ones sticking out of the trees? Okay. Yeah, yeah the taps. Yeah, the taps. Yeah, no, yeah. the room the room was very hot though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, we did other stuff there. They, they they had their own farm there and all that. It seemed like um, I noticed a lot of like Native American imagery and stuff in your in your writing too. Do you like to write uh, from a contemporary point of view, or do you like uh, writing about uh, the old West, for instance? Or yeah, I, I don't I don't like anything that uh, I would never write about a computer. You know, I, I like writing about older stuff in the past. Just because it takes me takes me away, it puts me puts me in a different mindset. Mm-hmm. I think some of that maybe native imagery kind of reminded me of uh, Rust Never Sleeps, the Neil Young album. Oh, the Neil maybe, Young, yeah, yeah, like oh, maybe Thrasher album. or something. Uh, One yeah. of those songs was putting bringing to mind. Cool. Yep, yeah. Neil Young, yeah. crazy, crazy Horse. Yeah. yeah. Also, I thought of uh, Ballad of Ira Hayes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Johnny yeah. Cashman. Did he, yeah. uh, did he, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure who wrote that song. I was thinking about that the other day. Is it, was it Johnny Cash who wrote that? I'm not sure. Aaron's on it. Yeah, I'll find out here. He's our fact checker. I know What's Johnny. <laughs> Aaron's oh. our fact checker. Okay. Because a lot, a lot of the um, songs from that period, they, I mean, they're just, they're, some of them are, you know, so old. Traditionals. Yeah. Yeah. That people just assume it's, it's, written 
written by folk singer Peter Lafarge. Oh, I've heard him. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It seemed like he went through a phase where he he seemed to go through phases where he would take up causes. And and one uh, distinct phase he went through was where he took up the cause of uh, Native American Indians and um, tried to discover that he had some. uh, Well, he he, he was a showman, Mm, (laughs) a Johnny Cash. Oh, okay, Yeah. He, he was if kind he of had native DNA. He was kind oh, of a showman, so he uh, he, he would talk about that. But he was very disappointed when he found out he did not have mm. very much Native yeah. American blood. I think everyone from Oklahoma thinks that they're Indian. Yeah. <laughs> not the story that goes. Well, I know that there's a uh, there's a history, if you will, the the verbal history that there's Native American in my family, but nothing showed up on ancestry DNA. I've got cheekbones, but that's about it. Uh, and I know that my great grandmother denied it vehemently, but she had an uncle named John Tecumseh Levens. So oh, there you go, Tecumseh. Hard to say, you know, but, but the thing is, like, does a folk singer, uh, artist need to have a axe to grind? I mean, because it seemed like Johnny would find these things causes. that he would causes, and he would kind of reach for them sometimes, even. But does a folk singer need to have like? Do they need to be? on a crusade for, you know, indigenous people, or do they need to be uh, uh, women's rights or, or, or yeah, that's, or, that's like not anything you're passionate about. Really. You could probably mm-hmm. write songs yeah. about. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I put a lot of that stuff in there, but, but it's not for that. There's, there's no causes I'm trying to say. I'm just putting in, putting in a story. You know, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I you know, stay away from, from that kind of stuff. You know, just any, you know, a cause or whatnot. I, I think it's just enough to, you know, you know, make make something, uh, makes makes some music that's enjoy enjoyable to listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. telling stories. Yeah, yeah. Be, Good be, storytelling. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it distracts too much too much then of your of your music. If you're, if you're trying to do some something for a cause or something, because then because then you know, somewhat. I, I don't know. I think it, I think it could just be distracting. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, I, sometimes uh, you wonder if they really need to go uh, to take up a cause like that in order to be inspired. Uh, um, Stephen Collins Foster, I don't think, was inspired necessarily by politics mm-hmm. or something uh, for his songbook or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and I think that. Um... Now somebody There's will a difference that between entirely. storytelling and, but, well, okay, the biggest <laughs> example of that is Dylan, of course. Aaron will come back with a big uh, yeah. list of <laughs> shit he finds on the internet. Well, that's not yeah. true because right here, you know, it shows. Yeah. <laughs> the, the biggest example of well-done popular protest is is Dylan to me. Right. You know, and it's such a niche. Woody Guthrie. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Although I don't care for his voice as much. I mean, I don't like, I love Dylan's songs, but not necessarily when Dylan is the one singing them. Yeah, right. Um, well, didn't Seeger have some... I didn't love his voice either. I mean, I'm sorry, I just... Yeah. Seeger had some real problems. I mean, he was really uh, radicalized, right? I mean, he was, or he was really um, harassed, I guess, mm. uh, by some of his stuff. Mm. So... But Pete Seeger. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think what well, was in Pete Seeger in World War Two. I think you might be right. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, what about the feedback? Feedback you've gotten. Um, other than from me. Other than Lisa and these and these articles out there. That, <laughs> what, feed, um, what feedback? Yeah, it sounds like he's not reading any of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably. What, you mean, what you know, feedback? Oh, the article? Yeah, right. all the oh, articles. Oh. Well, I mean, just okay. You play at a bar or something like that. Do you play uh, yeah. in front of family at a, yeah. at a, a holiday or, or, or Michael, whatever. theater or, uh, or whatever? Does Michael yeah. send you whatever like venue. you know emails or or texts or whatever you're willing to receive that say, "Hey, Bob Johnson said you're great." Uh, yeah, he probably does. He, he I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not a big, I don't check my email that much. So, so sometimes I miss some things. Yeah, I understand. But uh, you know, I haven't really, I have, I haven't really played in front of huge audiences, so I couldn't really give a give a you know concrete uh, right. detail. Right. Um, but I mean, I but I I mean I get feedback to myself. That's why I took that one song now because I, I was putting I was you know for, for some of the the girl songs that I, I like, I like the, you know, I put the, that the Kimberly song in there. I, I like that. I think right. I, that was justified to put her in. And, and then the, I did a, another one with a Mary and it's a dove. It's, it's about two, two birds. And I, I kind of liked how that rung with the chorus. Uh, uh, oh, but, but Raven the, and the Dove? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, with the, with the Rising Man one, I felt, yeah, I, I was doing too many names with girls in it yeah, i wrote hannah a letter That's oh yeah yeah that one too yeah um and that 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 one i actually you know that that one in particular was sort of about uh the, the book of samuel uh, and, but but instead i wanted to make it as if um the woman in it was being written to by samuel but but samuel wasn't you know samuel was interested in you know I kind of, I kind of like changing, you know, you know, I, you know, reading a story may maybe changing things around and, you know, uh, yeah. current life and whatnot. But yeah, with the rising man, I, I want to keep that anonymous, like the hard to find one. So I, I switched out the lyric, the lyrics in it. Um, I put, I put one, one name in, uh, the, the, the uh, star showman, uh, song, uh, but it was only one name, but I think I'll take it out. Yeah, I see it's um. There's the Star Showman Part One. Is there a Part Two or a Part Three? Oh, well, uh, I don't know. I, I, there, was, there was a Part Two. I have to find it. It's very much a work in progress in here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was really just, uh, just uh, you know, I went to the studio, just did it, and uh, you know, if if you, you know some, you know some. You know it's expensive, so yeah. um, I guess the point is to you know maybe enough people. Uh, I, I don't know, uh, yeah. like listening to it or, or something. Some some executive will will say, "Oh, hey, you want to come record it for free here?" <laughs> or something. Light out there. I, I did really like that one. It, so maybe we go ahead and play that right now. Oh, there is a light, a light out there, a light out there, my friend. A way so nice, a place so grand, that's where I'd like to be. 
And if I can't go to that place, maybe it can come to me. I trust anything well enough if it comes and it is free. Just stay high 
But the light shines through anyway And breaks the solids and stripes Now, this is from the Indie Source. Indie okay. Source. Taking influences from country music, but dabbed with alternative and punk, Pete Miller manages to carve out for himself a surprising niche. And that's kind of almost what I was, that's niche? what I was feeling. Niche. Wow. Uh, something unique, different. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are, there are obvious influences, but at the same time, you have made it something your own. Right. Now, let's. Original. So just mm-hmm. for the sake of fact checking, mm-hmm. that's from the indie source. Central Pennsylvania singer songwriter channels classic Cash on debut single. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, everyone's really saying Johnny Cash. Yeah, the light- that is not an insult. So Aaron, that's okay. oh, I, I know that. I'm not. I, I would never say that. He's a huge inspiration. More. I mean, the first thing you hear is Johnny Cash, but then the other influences come in as well. And I think most of a lot of the Johnny Cash is your voice itself and then the phrasing to a certain extent in some of the songs, not all of them, hmm. but some of them do have that kind of the, the wording. Yeah. Well, pacing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, well, and, yeah. That, I always like that about him. I like his rhythm. Yeah. That's what it is, is his rhythm. His vocal rhythm. Yeah. yeah. And I hear a little bit of uh, chicka boom, chicka boom, chicka boom, and the strumming, yeah. uh-huh. you know, chicka boom. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I couldn't use a pick when I was recording any, any of the songs because I was, I was singing too loudly. It was bleeding in. Mm-hmm. All right. that, that's sort of the signature Johnny Cash strum, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you had to use your fingers to do that? Yeah. I, I just, you know, strum without, without a pick. Was there any uh, bleeding on Jack White? What, bleeding? What, bleeding with what? Jack White uh, of the Does White Stripes. Yes, he he's got certain instruments that he likes to play, and um, it's not possible to use a pick with that instrument. It certain guitar, and so he does end up uh, not as much as he used to because now he's developed a lot of calluses. Yeah. But but yeah. He would. He, I wonder what he, instrument that is. Damn. I believe it was like a child's guitar or a, some kind of. I I I know that that was a big part of one of his uh, uh, one of his like biography type things. Oh well, yeah. They talked about all the different instruments he played. And the fact thing. that um, he's actually the drummer and the the Meg White is simply a shill. Because he didn't, you know, he wanted to do well. Huh? Yeah, I haven't listened to much uh, Jack White. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's just about the fact that he played the instruments to the point where his fingers bled. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That that's common for uh, a lot of uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish and, I would have. That maybe on purpose to develop the calluses so that you can have more control. Uh, yeah, that's another way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I wish I had pulled some more from this 
review, this positive review that you got from Melody Maker, because that is, that's a pretty major publication. Melody yep. Maker? Yeah. Yeah, that's in England, right? It is. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. But they sing, they reviewed your single, A Light Out There. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could find, I just noted that I didn't, fi- I didn't find the review, but it was also yeah. a good review. You're getting get better yeah. reviews than my maybe experience. Good folk music comes from conventional perspectives rather than anything too experimental. And in his new single, A Light Out There, singer songwriter Pete Miller aligns himself with some of the simplest players we've heard in modern, in the modern era. Instead of banking his natural rusticity as a player on a backing band or even a moderate beat to back up his vocal, he's going into the recording studio raw with his guitar and natural voice alone, quickly proving that anything more would have come between artist and audience in what feels like a truly unabashedly intimate relationship. Yeah, that that's it. Beautiful. Yeah, it goes on for about three more paragraphs. Yeah, Mel- Melody. <laughs> Is it a guy or a woman? Oh, Melody Maker? It's um No, I'm saying it's the oh, one who wrote uh, it. Chadwick Easton. It's a guy. Oh, gee, that's too bad. I <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was a woman, she'd be in uh, England, so you know. That's uh, that's that's all right. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm I tend to be in a romantic uh you know, psychopath. Yeah. Well that's you can right. pretend. I, I would if I if I wrote a letter to that woman and she wrote a letter back to me, then I would think of that as a huge thing. Yeah, but as it is, it's just in some English rag, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's it's a British guy, so that's kind of you know. No. I, I I actually always thought I would uh, date a British woman uh, at some point. Just I don't know why they had their. Their their wit and sort of dry humor is something I always always. Oh yeah. And whenever I see that with you know like English actresses, like uh, you know I I I don't know. Right. (laughs) I mean, who's a who's an English actress that you you know? Can you Uh, name a a lady? uh, (laughs) They're all named Emma, right? What What was the uh, What about Hyacinth from? Somehow, I don't think so. I can't think I don't of know who shit. that is. Yeah, look at that. Oh, I wish I could remember the show. My parents would watch it constantly, but I can I, I'm pretty uh, sure Pete probably is not. Would not no, be interested in Hyacinth. No. She was kind of a of no. a nag. Yeah. Uh, well, I always liked. Uh, uh, I think she's British. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh yeah. Yes. From, oh, from yeah, yeah. From Austin Powers. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's British, I, definitely. Yeah, she was in. Uh, she was in a lot of things that I always found really funny. Like she was yeah. in that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not the names. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, you know who I always liked uh, in terms of you know older movies. Uh, I like Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Julie Andrews. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. she's she's a very acerbic wit. And and um, the the woman in uh, 007 Pussy Galore. And, God, oh no. Oh yeah, I like pussy. Hey, you can leave the room. <laughs> yeah. um, that was one of my favorite. Uh that's probably one of the best uh Bond movies is that with gold uh Yeah, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Gold gold yeah. Yeah. Gold Ursula Andress. Gold, yeah. gold gold in. That's yeah. yeah Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Julie Newmar was Oh, British. Julie Newmar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, uh, she was not yet British, but Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's British. 
Hmm. I could be wrong. I really tried giving the uh, Roger Moore James Bond movies a try, but uh, I can't get Connery out of my just the right. Best. That's not my fault. Connery was the best, no doubt about it. But I, I, had... I appreciate Connery more now as I get older. When I was younger, I was more Roger Moore because you know. But I can't even get into like Dalton. Um, oh, I never saw any of his, but I but I I do like Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Remington Steel. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but Pierce Brosnan actually had his chin done after Remington Steel because that was part of why he didn't think they didn't think he'd make a good James Bond. What was wrong with his chin? There wasn't enough. Wait, oh. I I don't know. What is Remington? I don't I don't know what oh, it was um it was a TV show where he was like a James Bond type character before he became James Bond. Right. And, and, well, he and was he, like a grifter who became a private detective. Yeah. Uh, and he like did that. he did James Bondy type stuff. He had Efren Simbless Jr.'s daughter. Was his uh, partner. And she was actually the detective. And she hired him as a representative. Oh, that's right. Nobody, nobody'd hire a woman, so he was the yeah. He was the face of the right. And over time, he became her partner. Right. But in Remington, if if you look at Remington Steel, you'll see that he's got very little chin, very like you know flat. And so he got um, plastic surgery for that. Yes. Mm -hmm. To be James Bond. Yep. Now, I think he may have thrown in an eye lift, too, if you look at it, but he definitely had his chin improved. He admitted it? No. Lisa found it out, whether yeah. he did or not. So. Right. But, I mean, if you look, it's obvious. I don't, I don't think that anybody said, hey, did you have plastic surgery to become James Bond? But no. if you look, it's, it's fairly obvious. Well, here's the question. Mm -hmm. If you had Liz, Liz Hurley... Is mm -hmm. your wife. Yeah. <laughs> and you're Hugh Grant. Yeah. Why are you down on Hollywood Boulevard picking up hookers? Because Lid was in England. Oh. Who's and, what you, and he's a man. Wait, Hugh Grant, the actor? He was married to he, Elizabeth Hurley? Yeah. Yes. When he picked up the uh prostitute, the one that turned out to be a guy. Damn. What? What what do you mean? Why why, why do you pick up the prostitute? This was in the nineties about I don't know, 93, 94. And what, ha and, and, and what happened? He picked up a prostitute. Um, he had a car accident and they found him um, in the car with a, uh, with a, a trans prostitute. Whoa, whoa. Did he know? That's the question. Yeah. That's the million. Oh, that's the question. question. Oh, Did he know? Maybe not. Apparently there may have been some substances involved. Yeah. You know, record, he got drunk. It was the nineties. He was feeling a little randy. Pierce Brosnan denies having had plastic surgery in any shape or form, and his hair is not dyed. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is gray, actually. Gotcha. The fact that he added wonder, the hair is not dyed. No, oh, sorry. I wonder if uh, if Hugh Grant knew he was with a a male or a female uh, prostitute. That is the million dollar question. I think that's we a more important that question. That 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 same, there was a question. Same question goes for Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. having have Eddie Murphy too. Well, Eddie Murphy was helping out. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, with someone the prostitute. Was just, you know, bad, yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
somebody yeah. that was in and and you know down on their luck and he was uh, helping them out and that's, yeah. so. uh, maybe Hugh Grant was doing that too. Right. Well, well, there's a there's a famous case here in Cincinnati. Now uh, I don't know how Springer? familiar are you with uh, no no not Jerry Springer although that one's good. Um, no, the three way defense. See, um, this guy was brought in for uh, charges of, prost- of soliciting for prostitution. And um, what he did was he pulled around the corner to talk to what he assumed was a prostitute. He asked her if she wanted to go get a friend and they could go for a three-way. Well, uh, yeah. they arrested him because it was an undercover police officer. His defense oh. in court was that he wanted to take them to Skyline for three ways. That's, now we got another. Topic. That's another Cincinnati explanation now. Yeah. Yeah. A th- uh, well, I mean, a three-way. Most people, I think, do know, but a three-way in Cincinnati. Most is people do not know. <laughs> is yeah. what? Is what? It's spaghetti, chili, and cheese. Yeah. Um, is that a? Is that some sort of code for something? It's it's you go to these restaurants. No, no. And- if you go to a chili parlor in Cincinnati. Right. Yeah, you can you can get a three way. If you add beans or onions, it's a four way. If you get them all, it's all a right. five way. So Pete, you're in Philadelphia. It's a regional right? thing, yeah. close to yeah. Philadelphia. So we don't have it's their version steak. of cheesesteaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's the yeah. Cincinnati cheesesteak. Yeah. There are more chili restaurants per square mile in Cincinnati. At least there were back in the nineteen early nineteen nineties than in the entire state of Texas. Wow. Restaurants devoted to chili. Now, this was a statistic from back in the 90s. So right. I don't know, you know. So Aaron probably can't find that on the internet. To I don't know. Maybe he can. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but at that time, we had more You're chili powder, powerlers <laughs> than Texas. looking at Pierce Brosnan photos. He's pretty great oh. these days. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Pete. Well, these days. We got Pete Miller here. Mm-hmm. And his, <laughs> his first album. Is live on the record, mm-hmm. and I, I think he's got a bigger hit than he's accounted for based on these reviews we've been reading yeah. back to him that he was well, unaware of. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess it's only for one song. We got to see uh, what it is. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Well, well, I mean, you uh, okay, Solomon? we can Sorry. only get by. We'll what start we... posting the reviews on your Facebook for you. Yeah, maybe you'll get uh, around to reading. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't so, go on that. On that. Uh, that that I yeah I I I told him I didn't, I didn't want any of that stuff but yeah. I guess he but I guess he thought it I, I don't you know I don't care so well, you, you kind of have it. to okay. have it to get any level of success really yeah he's a good man he, he's he's doing he's, he's out there good. hitting the uh, hitting the uh, streets for you he's your street team mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah, I, exactly. no, oh yeah I'm very appreciative of, mm-hmm. and you know I, I trust whatever he does yeah he's a good guy I just don't go on. And that's hey. Um, you know? So let's give anything, uh, any way that people can buy your music. Yeah. Um, well, he said it was on the um, uh, what, what is that? The, uh, iTunes. Spot- no iTunes. Oh well, yeah, Apple. Yeah, is yeah. okay. that's just um, streaming. Most people don't streaming. buy an album; they buy a, a song. Yeah. Well, they don't. Well, they don't. They don't buy it. They they what he said. They stream it. They just rent. They just are part of a, you know, like a Pandora or something. Right. Yeah, and then you pay for the privilege of using that service. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you can buy it, but I, I don't. I don't really understand how anyone make makes any, anything yeah. because see, everyone yeah. because you you stream it, but the people don't. You don't get a lot for that. Right. Well, I know yeah. that um, everybody's got their hand in your yeah. pocket. Yeah. Yeah, and a, a lot of artists these days are are self publishing maybe uh, five hundred to a thousand um, vinyl. Just because there is a resurgence of vinyl. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Millennials like vinyl. Right. Yeah. Well, Lisa, you usually have a final question for our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything, Pete, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you would have expected us to talk about? Something that, or something that you just wanted us to highlight that we did uh, not? No, I can't think of it. I don't know. Maybe maybe more about the Hugh Grant story and the, and the, <laughs> the woman. <there>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just made it made Elizabeth Hurley available for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is a That's telling single. story. That that is a telling story that you would leave Elizabeth Hurley for, uh, you know, for whatever. Might have to beat up Austin Powers though. <laughs> yeah, That's right. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, lots of. Lots of people like to go for a little uh, strange on the side, yeah. especially when they've been uh, drinking. And yeah. I know that I've heard over the years that Hugh Grant has been known to have um, uh, extra alcohol in his system. <laughs> well, I know that uh, if you look up MTS Management, uh-huh. Pete is one of their artists. And you can also find material and probably some of these press uh, releases that we're talking about there as well. So it's been a lot of fun. Hey, yeah. I appreciate it guys. Yeah. yeah. Nice to meet you, Pete. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me. On. Yep. Have a good night. We have social Twitter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pod Instagram. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pod Facebook. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pod website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week. Thank you.